0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called The Value of Our Emotions, where Jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them. Check out Highway to Health podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. All right, so let's get started. So thank you, Vidiesta so much uh, for being here with us today. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. Can we start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to get into your line of work?
2: Absolutely. First, Wendy, it's such an honor to be with you here today and with your um, podcast community. Um, It is just an honor to share the work that I do um, because I love it so much. Now, I'm kind of, you know how they say, a jack of all trades <laughs> and a master of a few or none. But I do have several different things that I do that kind of come all together under one umbrella, and um, which I call Glowing House, which is my business. And so I am a... Uh, master colon therapist. I also am a um, certified hypnotist. And really what's very exciting and what I love and am passionate about is kundalini yoga. I'm a yoga, kundalini yoga teacher and also a trainer. And um, and that is what inspires me every single day to be able to support individuals, people, um, Around the world, really, because I do teach in many communities around the world to help them to develop and to identify their authentic self, to give that true voice that is within them um, a platform to guide and lead their lives. And so often we are, you know, encouraged to live the life that is not truly the way that we want to live it. And that produces stress, that produces tension um, against who we really are and who we are projecting out in the world that may be a disconnect from that. So my job in, in, in the way I see it is my path in life is to help people to actually merge the aspects of what is projected out into the world in their true self and make it you know, who they are authentically and to live from that space that was a mouthful.
1: (laughs) No, that was a great answer. And, you know, our mission here is to really help people show up in the world the way they want to be seen. Because as you said, stress and other factors in life, right, prevents us from really showing up the way we want to be seen or really that alignment, right, with who are we? Exactly. Who do we want to be? Are exactly. we all aligned? So definitely, um, I, I, I'm i with you on that. Um, exactly. And it's nice to give and help people and empower people to really find themselves. Exactly. And go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And I think that in the state of where we are in the world right now, that is what people want. And um, we are in a time where people want to really operate from who they truly are. No more masks, no more games, you know, times have shown us that being who we are is what matters. And going through and moving through this thing we call life in that way is going to give us the greatest satisfaction that um, that is available to us. And then we will feel, like you said, in alignment and then everything flows. And then, you know, and then we know how to deal with things better. And then we know how to operate from the heart and it's not, and it's an unconditional operation from the heart and not a conditional space. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. I I totally know what you mean. (laughs) I totally know what you mean. And, you know, I'll just give you a little personal background on myself. This pandemic has really helped me tap in and align with my purpose and what I do. So I totally know exactly what you mean. Even this platform here, this podcast, this is all within my alignment because um, I never even dreamed I would be doing this, but I'm in alignment and I'm just doing it right out of the passion of, um, of me, right? My foundation.
2: Absolutely. So tell us,
1: oh, so go ahead. No, please. (laughs) I was going to say, tell us a little bit about um, the type of yoga you teach, kundalini? Yes. Yoga, because, you know, we all hear about yoga, but yours is a a very uh, specialized yoga. So tell us a little bit about it and what are the benefits?
2: So, you know, out there in the world, there are 24 different forms of yoga and kundalini yoga brings in seven of them. And what Kundalini does is we call it the yoga of awareness. And it's your awareness of your internal relationship between your finite self and your infinite self, and then that projection out in the world. And so there's like so much you can say, say about it. But to me, it's, it's a very, um, how do I say spirit based yoga, because it has you look Within yourself, not outside yourself, and what somebody else is doing, but taking that assessment of who am I, asking those questions through postures, through uh, pranayama, which is breath work, through um, through even being able to relax, and and through meditation, we you know you, those questions tend to come up because you start to begin to look at, well, what are your distractions? What's getting in the way of you being able to sit for 60 seconds and meditating or doing a particular posture? There are things that come up in the mind. And it's a, it's a, it's a yoga that really works with the mind and providing a neutral meditative space to operate from in the world. and um, And I just love Kundalini because it's so dense in it and how you can work with it. So we always joke and say for anything that you're going to, there's a Kriya for that. A Kriya is a series of postures put together for a particular purpose. And we got a meditation for it. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, if you have any challenge, we've got a meditation, a Kriya, we've got something that can be, um, a, a a guide, a tool that would be available for you to help support you in that.
1: So you have a prescription.
2: See, that's why I stumbled. Do you heard me be, I was searching for a word cause you know, they don't like for us to say like I, we got medicine or, but less so allegedly, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the community would allow me to say, we can put, you know, we could have a prescription um, yogically for anything that, um, you know, that someone is working with.
1: Yeah. So, you know, in the, in the medical field, we look at pharmacological, you know, um, modalities as well as non pharmacological modalities and yoga is one of those. So you mentioned two terms I would like you to define or just lean into a little more infinite self and finite self. Give us a little more information on that. Thank
2: you. That's one of my favorite two things to talk about. So the finite self is what I would translate into our human self, our day-to-day human experience, how we operate in our in the world. And then the infinite self is that connection to the soul, that connection to spirit. And many say that spirit and soul is, is different. Um, but for the sake of our conversation tonight, I will use them together. And so the finite self is how am, I, how am I operating in the world? How am I, you know, kind of moving about? But the relationship to the infinite self, our human self and our soul self coming together, to then move forward that is where our authentic self lies that is where our truth lies our infinite self is like our soul our finite self is our human experience and how do we use our soul to maneuver in our humans in our human day-to-day operations i love it because I feel like you're speaking my language.
1: (laughs) So again, it's alignment. And what are some um, things that prevent people from aligning their infinite self to their um, finite self?
2: Well, one of the very simple things is not exploring it, not exploring the relationship, not knowing even to explore it, you know, so unawareness, um, that there is that relationship and the different ways to do that. Now many of us explore it from the perspective of prayer right um, and um, and that's and that's a really great way to begin to explore and define that relationship um, and with yoga and with meditation and with breath work you get to sit in it. Like just okay, I'm not gonna ask the Lord for anything today. I'm just gonna sit in the stillness of that experience of God, right? And and that is one of the ways that you know you can what gets in the way is that we just don't have that awareness to know, hey, unless we have a bad day and we just can't say nothing, we just sit down and go, ooh, I'm I'm feeling good. Um, the other thing that um that I think that um you know keeps us away is, is really just knowing what's available to help you get there, having the tools to support you because there are many different tools that, that vibrate with, us individually. There are some that's going to vibrate with you and not vibrate with me. And that doesn't mean anything's wrong with it. It just means, okay, that one is, that tool didn't work. Let me go to another tool, you know? And um, so knowing the plethora of tools that are out there available to help us to ch- achieve that connection, because there are so many, you know? Um, and for me, that's why um, I explored different um, ways of getting there, you know? And so you have to have that curiosity, right? Right. to,
1: To enhance your knowledge, to learn about it and want to align where I feel like in our society, we are so one reactive, we're so busy that we can't slow down um, to meditate, do yoga, or even learn about new uh, modalities that can align us um, in that way. So our audience, we have a lot of nurses who, who are very busy, you know, stress levels have been high. I know we are coming down off of a pandemic, right? It's getting better, but it's still here. Um, What are some things that our nurses can do if they're interested in, in, you know, exploring, um, you know, getting aligned? What what can they do? What's a first step that they can do to, to, you know, get aligned?
2: That's a beautiful question. I think the first step and one of the more powerful and also quick, um, because you don't have a lot of time, is breath work. And I know because of the pandemic, breath work has become so very um, key and a center focal point um, for many people. Now they're becoming more aware of the different techniques and things that are out there. But um, what I've seen, we just completed a teacher training back in um, May. And the teacher training focused on public servants. So we had a lot of nurses. We had a lot of people in public health that participated in that training. And one of the more valuable things that they found was number one, breath work. And number two, and in our um, style of yoga, we really focus on it, is a, a sadhana, a daily practice. So even if you carve out three minutes while you're sitting in the car, that's all it takes. Three minutes, you turn off your car, set your timer. Three minutes, you do a pranayama. And I'll, I'll, share, I'll share one with you. Well, maybe two, because <laughs> they're pretty quick. And um, before you go in, into, into the hospital, into the facility, you could do it. And then you're set. So, and also when you come home, you come home, you, you you know, you strip down, you, you do your protocols for entering your home. You take your shower, you take three minutes and you decompress. Some people decompress with music. Some people decompress with the television, but if you connect with your breath, now we're getting in our relationship between the finite and the infinite yet again. So, um, So those are the two things I would say quickly is like the first thing somebody can do to get started is to um, breath work. Um, And there's so many breathing techniques. We call it in yoga, pranayama. And um, there are so many out there that is available. And then the second thing is a daily practice, doing it every day. And if you can even find that same time every day, what you do, if you do it for 40 days, now you have a pattern. Now you have created a habit. And so you just, just becomes automatic. I had um, one young lady in our training um, that we just concluded, a nurse, a COVID nurse. And um, she, our training really helped her because it gave her more tools to work with. And she did her sadhana. And there was a particular meditation that she was doing um, it was a little bigger than um, a, um, you know, a pranayama, but she did it every every day before, while she sat in the car. She went a little early. She sat in the car, she did it and she went in and she feels like that saved her life and her ability to be able to deal with the stress and the tension of that life as a nurse, you know, as a COVID nurse. That's amazing. And I think it's
1: important, you know, I always tell people put yourself on the calendar. So if you can give yourself, let's say six minutes a day, right? One going into work and coming in to, to do some breathing. Now you said breath work. Can you walk us through a a breath work activity? So like an example or something?
2: Absolutely. I would love to. It would be my pleasure. So one of the um one of the techniques that is that is pretty much Um, true in all forms of yoga is what we call left and right nostril breathing. And this is really powerful because it works on the parasympathetic system and the um, sympathetic system together just through breathing through these nostrils. So what we tend to do is if you're sitting in a chair or sitting in a car, you want to make sure that your feet are on the floor, that your spine is straight, You bring your chin in just a little bit so that your spine and your neck is in alignment. And then what also what's really cool in Kundalini is we work a lot with eye focuses. So for the purpose of this one, so we don't get too complicated, you can close your eyes or you can focus them at the bridge of your nose between the two brows. Now this activates your intuition with your eye focus this way. And it allows you to connect to the unknown, which is what? That infinite, right? And and what is to come. So you're sitting up nice and tall. You got your chin tucked in just a little bit. It feels like a slight bow of the head. And then what you do, we're gonna start with the left nostril. So we're gonna take our right hand we're going to use our right thumb, and we're going to close off our right nostril. Now as an added benefit, when you bring your fingers together when you're doing this, and if you put place the fingers in between the two um, in between the eyes, right in the middle, where the brow point is, you also begin to balance the left and right hemispheres of your brain. The other hand, you can just relax it on your knee. If you're a yogi and you're familiar with this, you can take your thumb and first finger touching. This is a posture we call Gyan Mudra, and this activates your wisdom. And so now all you're going to do, closing off that right nostril, the fingers in between the third eye point, you're going to slowly and gently begin to breathe deep through the left nostril. And what you want to do here is you want to feel your belly expand with the breath through the left nostril. And so you can think about your belly button, and you want to breathe into the belly button and feel it move forward. And when you get to your fullest capacity, then begin to exhale, engaging the navel center and pulling it back towards your spine. And just allow the breath to be smooth and deep in this way. As you inhale, feeling that belly button area moving and stretching forward. And when you get to your fullest capacity, you can stop. Then begin your exhale, bringing the navel back towards the spine, back towards center. And it'll feel like a little contraction on the exhale. And that's what you want because it begins to activate the lungs and hollow out that old stale air at the base of the lungs. Good. Now, wherever you are in your process, just stop. Inhale deeply through that left nostril. And then exhale powerfully, engaging that navel center, blowing that air out through the left nostril. And then bring that hand down and relax it on the knee. Now, you may have experienced a very cooling sensation as you worked with that particular breath because that side of your body is your cooling side. It's your calming side. So if you ever feel overheated, elevated, or angry, this is a really great breath to do. Now we're going to switch it. We're going to take our left hand using the left thumb, fingers together. We're going to close off the left nostril if you would like to activate on another level, you can bring your fingers in between the third eye point, And that, again, helps to balance the brain even more. Your right hand will be in Gyan Mudra, thumb and first finger touching, and you'll just let that relax on your knee, on your leg. And then you'll begin breathing in the same way as you inhale through the right nostril. And exhale, engaging the navel center back towards the spine and exhaling completely. And just allow yourself to feel very soft, very smooth and just go in as deep with the breath as you can. Today, it may go a little bit as far as how your navel and your belly center moves. But tomorrow and the day after that, it may go a little deeper and a little smoother. Engaging that navel center, bringing it back towards the spine on the exhale. And continue breathing nice, long, and deep. you want to move the breath from your chest and just focus on your navel center, your navel. And try to get that to move with the inhale. And as you exhale, try to bring that navel back towards the spine. Beautiful. This is working on what we call the sun energy. So this is where if you need a pick me up instead of drinking coffee if you need if you want to have a quick natural way to bring that energy up just breathing through the right nostril will do that for you or has the potential all right and so wherever you are in your process just inhale deeply through that right nostril hold the breath and then exhale Nice and powerful. And then bring that left hand down on the knee. So now both hands are on the knees. Your spine is straight. You have a little bow of the head. The eyes are closed. And now just breathe through both nostrils here. And just feel that ease of the breath. And even listen to the sound current of your own breath. This is you. This is your authentic self. And this is a way that you can always bring yourself into the present moment is through the breath. Good. And again, wherever you are, inhale deeply. Now hold the breath. And when we hold the breath here, this is the place where we say God exists, in the stillness. And exhale. One more time. Inhale deep. And just feel that connection. Whatever you feel, everything is good. And exhale. And then just relax and slowly open your eyes. And that is something that can be done very easily. That probably was, you know, you could do that for a minute. You could do that for a minute and a half. You can do it for three minutes each. Whatever feels good for you. And you can build up your time too. Um, But that is a really great way to balance yourself so that you are nice and in balance, and you're ready for the day, and you're also at night nice and balanced and ready for a good night's sleep. <laughs> that was amazing.
1: I feel present,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when I did the left nostril first, I felt a little unbalanced. Mm-hmm. So doing the right one definitely helped. But I feel like I'm I'm here. And I I hear the birds, you know, so very aware of what's happening in the environment, but definitely here. So thank you so much for that. That was amazing.
2: It's, it's, you know, the breath is the, is that life force, um, like tangible thing that we have that God gave us and, you know, our, our our saying in Kundalini, but it's really kind of a saying everywhere. What's the first thing you do is you inhale. And what's the last thing that you do is exhale. And everything in between is your relationship with God and your true authentic self. And, um, and so how we maneuver and move through life is all up to us. It's our choice to be happy. It's our choice to, um, to manage our stress and to find ways that can support us so that we can be happy and that the truth that we're living, the gift that we have been given and follow the gift um, and we become in in align with the gift. Because I do believe that every soul on the planet has been blessed with a a very um, beautiful gift that when they are in alignment and they are living in their truth, That gift is expressed. And then we are all a beautiful collective consciousness that allows us to support the planet in a very beautiful way.
1: That was so well said. And it made me just think about sharing our gifts with the universe. And that universe could be one person. You touch one person, and you are making impact. So so that is amazing. I know we're coming down to the wire here. I I won't take you through a whole rapid fire. We do do a rapid fire here, but I would love to know what wellness means to you. What's your definition of wellness?
2: I think wellness for me means balance, balance and flow. Two words that does it for me.
1: (laughs) No, that's awesome. And, And I know I want to respect your time. So thank you so much for being here sharing your time and knowledge with us. And that practice was just amazing.
2: Thank you so much for um, allowing me to share with your community and allowing them to share me, um, you with me. I I just, I love you. I honor you and I thank you. And the work that you're doing in the world, you are living your gift. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. And before we wrap up, how can people get in contact with you if they would like to follow up with you um, Um, after listening to this?
2: Yes, very good. I am on um, Facebook um, at Vedia, V-E-D-Y-A, Amrita, A-M-R-I-T-A, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram under the same name. And then my website is myglowinghouse.com.
1: Awesome. And we'll put that in the show notes for people to uh, contact you. Thanks again so much for your time. Really appreciate you.
2: You're so welcome. It was my honor. Thank you. Thank
1: you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review between episodes. You can follow the nurse wellness podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stress blueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy until next time. Go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best.
0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called the value of our emotions where jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them check out highway to health podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com